The thrill and excitement of March Mania is here, and DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps, is giving new customers a shot to turn 5 bucks into $150 instantly in bonus bets with any college basketball bet. You can find all the lines and available odds, of course, at the DraftKings Sportsbook app. North Carolina listeners, don't forget, DraftKings Sportsbook is now live in your state. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code SBNFL. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get $150 instantly in bonus bonus bets only at DraftKings Sportsbook with code SBNFL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility, deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. You're listening to BGN Radio with Brandon Lee Gowton and Jimmy Kemsky. You are flying high on BGN Radio. Yo, BLG. Brother, I know that's not the traditional open to BGN Radio, but the Eagles have won the NFC East. They are the NFC East champions after beating the New York Giants 34-17 to in a game where pretty much everybody died. Everyone was injured. Just an absurd game. Close for a while. Dallas wins. It does not matter the Eagles are crowned the NFC's champs. They're going to the playoffs. Brother, BGN Radio, episode 99. How you doing, BLG? Michael Kist. <laughs> Listeners of this podcast, I have one question for you. I don't break this out ever, if often, often, if ever. I can't even get my words straight. <laughs> I'm not a very expressive person, but I feel like I have to yell right now. So I'm going to break it out. I'm going to say, what's going on, Bleeding Green Nation? Let's How go. do you like those eagles baby the eagles won mike i can't believe it i can't i am like i'm sitting here set the scene here i'm sitting here i'm looking at my laptop i have the tv in view here i am i'm not like be able to process this so say some words because i'm running out of that yeah because i mean you talk you talk about the the eagles that went down in this game as the game started to get tight you know the eagles have the lead early on and and look coming into this thing let's kind of like talk about what the feeling was coming into it because you're watching the earlier games and you see the dolphins upset the patriots which as a side note dolphins head coach brian flores is a keeper for them he's done a masterful job holding together that ragtag roster and, and all that i mean same thing for doug peterson when you talk about what he ended up with on offense at the end of the season but you see that and then you see the Packers and the 3 11 and 1 David Blau led Lions take the Packers to the limit because Aaron Rodgers has a horrendous start among other factors and you get like that any given Sunday type of vibe from all the one o'clock games as you head into this win and in this game for the Eagles and Look, I like to think I'm a pretty even keel dude, at least before and during <laughs> games. Like I'm a real stoic when it comes to this stuff. When this, this stuff, but this one had my nerves jumping, and me and Ben were pretty nervous about this one all week. We definitely didn't see this as a gimme game, and then we find out Zach Ertz is not only out for the game, but perhaps the season with a broken rib and lacerated kidney. But again, on the road, you know, 
divisional opponent opponent that's been playing better over the last two weeks against an Eagles team that's all types of banged up and then lacking weapons and missing key players. And I don't know how you could feel good about this one coming into it. And the game starts and the first thing that happens is Boston Scott muffs the kickoff and the Eagles are start at their own seven yard line. You're like, here we go. Like, this is how it starts. And throughout the game, Miles Sanders, who's playing really well in the first drive, had like 45 combined yards really early in the game in the first quarter. He goes out with an ankle. Brandon Brooks gets hurt on, a, on an extra point or whatever it was with the, with the shoulder. Zach Ertz, you know, Lane Johnson, Deshaun Jackson's out for the season. Jalen Mills, Ronald Darby, Nelson, Ag, like all these different guys. Like, there's nobody there. You have the stat from, from Ruben Frank saying that the Eagles had over 200 yards of offense from guys that were on the practice squad throughout the season. That's over half of the total yardage they had in this game. They had 400 total yards. That's wild. And Carson Wentz, Carson Wentz, 23 for 40, 289, one touchdown, throwing to guys like Boston Scott, throwing to guys like Deontay Burnett and Robert (laughs) Davis and Josh Perkins. Like you can't say enough about the resilience of this team when the chips are down. This is two years in a row that they're three years in a row. I mean, who wins the Super Bowl with a backup quarterback? This is three years in a row. Doug has pulled his team from the abyss, from desperation and gotten them to the playoff. It's it's absurd, man. BLG, what a game. Wow. It's it's absurd. It, it Well, on one hand, it's almost like, hey, guys, would be nice if you didn't always have to wait <laughs> until your backs were literally against the wall and there was like no margin fair to do this. You know, yeah. like it would be nice to kind of just dominate. Like that's the goal, I feel like. But yeah, I mean, oh my God, you can't say enough. Like I think that like the things about like heart and effort can be so overrated in sports. I feel like we talk yeah. about that a lot probably here on BGN Radio. And just momentum. Show. And, yeah. but, like, <laughs> and momentum. But like – this is just like gutty, man. This is this is hard because you had so many players in this game. Brandon Brooks, Miles Sanders, who, by the way, uh, ended the 2019 season as the NFL's rookie leader in yards from scrimmage. Wow. So nice. Uh, disappointing. He didn't finish the game, but nice little thing there. Yeah. And for to lose those guys. And then like there, there were guys who were just dropping out of the game who didn't necessarily, you know, have to get like carted off like Brooks did. But like Brandon Graham has to come out at one point. Like Maddox has to come out. Yep. Craig James, who's right. like, how's he? He's not even playing. How's he? How was he getting hurt? Like, everyone's dropping like flies. Jordan Howard wasn't even healthy for this game. Like, he was active, but we, like, there was one running back at the end of the game there because it was very clear that they weren't going to play Howard, which is super weird why they dressed him. But anyway, please continue. Yeah, Howard had, I think, like one snap or yeah. two. Like, maybe he had the one on the uh, the big Bob Davis reception that got called back by a penalty. Right. But yeah, so he was barely in the game. Uh, so they're riding Boston Scott, who, again, was not on the team in week one. <laughs> And they only promoted him ultimately, you know, with uh, the injuries they had at running back. And otherwise, you know, any team could have signed him off their practice squad this season. Yeah. It's just so insane. They're, they're getting this done. You have to give so much credit to Doug Peterson for being able to do this. And look, you know, you've ri- we've all ripped Mike Rowe here. Yep. But he's contributing to this. If we're going to rip him, yep. you know, when offense is bad, he gets some uh, some level of credit. I still don't love the idea of him as offensive coordinator in the long term, but that's a different conversation for another day. <laughs> he's, he's doing good right now, and yeah. we have to give him credit. You have to give Doug Peterson credit. This whole coaching staff, they're doing a great job. Carson Wentz, you cannot say enough about this man. Yeah. You're, you're asking. You guys were mocking, and I in a, in a, in a good way. You're right, too. I'm not mocking you for mocking yeah. people but you were talking about like the whole elevate thing a couple, yeah. like just a couple weeks ago he has freaking done that with this team now doug peterson has helped it's not literally all just carson but like at the crux of it you're paying carson wentz 128 million dollars to be your franchise quarterback and he has been just that that is mike that is part of what makes this run here so exciting it's not just about 2019 
it's not just about the season. Like they've answered long-term questions that were being raised, you know, after that Dolphins loss. Like, is Doug the right coach ultimately? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it wasn't like they're going to get rid of him after this year, but do they right. need to adjust the staff? And and then you know, where do we go from there? It was well, it was like, is is Doug just a product of Frank Reich for the you know second year in a row? It was is Carson Wentz, uh, you know, better than Nick Foles? Like that's done finito and yeah. the words of pat Shermer is probably going to be fired it's like that's over like they've proved themselves now they obviously still have the season's not over yet they clinched the the east level playoff game here we don't know as of this recording whether it'll be it'll be the loser of course of uh the seattle <laughs> uh san francisco. seattle san francisco game too many s's i'm getting way too hyped up and confused but yeah <laughs> I, I just can't say enough about this team's resilience like it, it's real someone i want to give this person credit uh here on twitter they talked about uh it is at damon 098 i feel like a loyal listener here at least a bgn reader yeah. a follower of mine this is well said by damon the new norm under doug peterson is overcoming adversity they've done it three straight seasons now finished 17 as super bowl champions despite injuries 18 with a playoff win same circumstances and now in 2019 really when the injuries have probably been the worst they've been and you know it wasn't nick Foles, and this season proves it like it wasn't just nick Foles; it's this team you have to give the defense deserves a ton of credit mike you should talk about them a little bit because i'm just rambling here yeah no and and i will in a second here because they definitely kind of they held up their end of the bargain in in a game that we were worried about because the giants had put up what combined 77 points over the previous two games and the eagles are able to get some key turnovers in some key spots which we'll talk about but like real quick on, on carson wentz like can you imagine, and I put this on Twitter the other day, and, and, I, and I know you agree with me, but can you imagine, okay, so this team goes 9-7, and seven, which is a disappointment based on the expectations of what we had for this team coming into the season, and there were definitely rough, rough stretches in the season, but can you imagine for Carson Wentz, who, by the way, over 4,000 yards, the first uh, Eagles quarterback to do that. And the first one to do it without having a 500-yard wide receiver. Right. Never. <laughs> which is which is crazy, and that's exactly goes to my point. Can you imagine the week one starting lineup? We're at the point where none of them, Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, Nelson Aguilar, Miles Sanders was the starter for that game. You could even count Jordan Howard based on his health for for this game. And then Zach Ertz has none of them available to him by by at some point in this week 17 game. If Nelson doesn't re- doesn't regress, if Alshon isn't banged up for the entire season, if Deshaun doesn't go out for the if one of those things, just one of them happens, what does this season look like for Carson Wentz? Do you get more stable play? Do you get even better numbers that you had? You're obviously going to have more wins because of the game winning drops early on in the season. Like that doesn't get talked about enough, but then we don't have to talk about it because he takes this ragtag group <laughs> and takes them to the playoffs on his back. And now he's going to get some playoff experience. And, and you know, dialing back to the defense, you said you want to talk about him, brother, that that play. By, by Malcolm Jenkins to strip it out with Fletcher Cox recovering it. Like that was the moment on the low snap. Cox recovers it at the New York Giant too. Boston Scott punches it in. Sidney Jones would not be denied. He has made three big plays for this team. Two big breakups. One on third down against the Giants and on fourth down against the Cowboys. And it gets an interception in this game. Just, just a great performance. I mean, the, the Giants on the first four drives only had 13 plays for 20 yards. And I know they they busted in just typical Eagles fashion. Like, BLG, what was going through your mind when the Eagles go up 17 to 10 on the back of a nine play, 62 yard, three minute drive? You got the over the shoulder boulder holder to Dallas Goddard on third and eight. What a, a, a crazy catch. The Boston Scott seven yard touchdown. And immediately the Giants answer with a 68 yard touchdown scamper to make it 17 17. What was your confidence level at that point? Uh, it was shaken, Mike, <laughs> Michael. Uh, just because 
I know you just saw it on the drive before, like how it takes that Dallas Goddard catch, how it takes like Deontay Burnett making a play or yeah. I don't even, I have my drive screwed up. I don't know. But that was the next one. In any yeah. case, so like it, it takes like plays like that just to, you know, it takes a lot of effort basically is what I'm trying to say for yeah. the Eagles to score. And then like the Giants, it's just, uh, you know, Saquon's down the field. It's easy. <laughs> uh, like it, It's just, that's not what the Eagles are able to do with what they have. Right. And to their credit, the Eagles are able to go on these drives, like seemingly unsustainably in theory, but, <laughs> but they are sustaining it each week. I don't know how, but they are doing it. And it's crazy to think. So, you know, at that point, it's, it's not even that I lost faith in the team as a whole as much as just, you know, the, the style they have to play. It's like, well, you know, now they're okay. They're going to have to do another drive. And if it doesn't work or, you know, if they get set back, God forbid, by like a holding penalty or, you know, like a sack or something. Right. You know, it's hard for them to overcome it. They're not overcoming like third and 16 because <laughs> no one's getting open. Yep. Uh, they, they don't have the horses really to do that. But for the defense to really just bunker down after that, obviously, and not allowing a single point after that, I mean – just some huge stops. I mean, you talked about the the obviously the, the turnover, which was a, a key point in this game. I mean, the pressure was getting there. I feel like for for a good chunk of the game, they had four sacks in total. Mm-hmm. Um, Derek Jones Barnett, the Derek Barnett hit two beautiful spin moves in this game. Had a key sack. Your guy, Brandon, your favorite player. <laughs> my, fa- I mean, I got to give him credit, man. And Brandon Graham had himself a day, man, a real day. Uh, and he needed one. I was yeah. like going into this game. I was like BG, BLG, I should say. That's his name is Brandon Lee Grant <laughs> yeah. officially uh, had a huge day. They had 10 quarterback hits in this game. Like that's great. Especially after this pass rush was kind of lackluster here in recent weeks. Like they needed to show up and really just like the energy from the defense as a whole. Like guys were hitting hard. Like they weren't just tackling. They were like, like McLeod yeah. Jenkins. These guys were laying out big hits. Let's talk about the man who deserves a lifetime contract from the Eagles. Strap, baby. Craven LeBanc is back. He wasn't even playing. So the, the Eagles brought him back off of IR against the Dolphins in week 13. He mm-hmm. played 17 snaps, and then his snaps went down in the next couple games. And like, So he was barely playing at all. Now, you know, Maddox gets banged up in this game, and obviously Darby's out of the lineup, and then Jalen Mills didn't play in this game. So Strap basically only got some more playing time because there's injuries, and he was awesome. He had multiple stops on like third downs. He had the fourth down stop on Saquon on, on, on the, the run play that the Giants had there. Uh, like he was awesome in this yeah. game and it's it's amazing because it's like deja vu from last year like the, the eagles claimed him off waivers out of nowhere and strap is like making all these plays and it's like who is this guy and he's doing it again and then and then now you're, you have the offense version this year with boston scott who again deserves a lifetime contract like it's just amazing so for all the uh the crap i give the personnel staff i mean to their credit you know they are they are well I'm not even getting to that. That's a whole thing. Yeah, that's that's way more nuanced. But I'm saying discussion. like yeah. they're having guys step up. People deserve credit for that. There's personnel, coaching, whatever. Like this is this is really impressive. It's yeah. I, I think so much of like the next man thing can be kind of overrated because at some point like you can't literally just put anyone in there. There's no <laughs> like, more men. You need, yeah, you need some baseline. Like yeah, it's not even like the next man. It's like the next <laughs> next 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 man at yeah. this point. And like for Joshua Perkins to be cut, mm. catching a touchdown like that, it's like what are we doing here? Like, this is insane. How is this team going? to the playoffs and they might michael they might win a playoff game like they have a home playoff game now it's it's insane yeah i agree and and like you like you said i mean we can't talk about the the players that have stepped up for this team enough the young players that that give you hope for the future because while boston scott doesn't have like the greatest yards per carry he also has like three touchdowns the guy had 138 (laughs) combined yards four four receptions 84 yards on top of 54 rushing yards on on 19 carries joshua perkins has 50 yards and a touchdown deontay burnett has 48 yards greg ward has six catches 
for 43 yards was a good target for Wentz, who Wentz starts to, it looks, it's looking like he has a lot more trust in him now as the season has gone along. Robert Davis had a great catch that was wiped out by the Halapuli Vati Vaitai hold of Vaitai kind of struggled in this game. But then you get, you get Wentz on the hoof later. And look, I, I'm a big fan of letting the Bronco buck LTBB and you get him on the move and you let Wentz, you know, have some time out there in space and find guys downfield. And he was able to do this and give this guy, give these guys chances through the touchdown to Perkins, which made it 10 to three. Then when it was, you know, 17 to seven, you know, or 17 to 17, Wentz finds Robert Davis down the field, wiped out by that hole. But then, you know, later on, he finds Deontay Burnett. These are real players making real plays for the Eagles in week 17. That would set up a clutch, 50-yard field goal from Jake Elliott to make it 20-17 to with 13.58 left in the fourth. The Eagles would not relinquish the lead. A wild game, and, and it's just it's absurd to think about what's next for the Eagles going into the playoffs because we're, we're so happy about how this has gone, how the Eagles have been able to respond to this adversity and put together wins. That was the thing, though. The whole thing with the Eagles, can they, can they put together more than one win at a time? And it wasn't happening for them, and now they string together a bunch of wins, win the NFC East. We'll talk about it more here on BGN Radio episode 99 right after the break. We will be right back. And we are back here on BGN Radio episode 99, SB Nation, Bleeding Green Nation, Michael Kist here with Brandon Lee Gouton. BLG, I have I have a question for you since we, we've you know thrown praise on, on Doug and Carson in this game, and, and it's great that the Eagles are going to the playoffs, but now that they are going into the playoffs, and, and I said this on Twitter, and I wonder if you agree, that the second half of this game for me was everything. That was the season for me. I think they're playing with house money now. Like, I don't think you can be disappointed if this team goes like one and done. We don't know the status of Brandon Brooks and Miles Sanders, obviously, but they're going to be depleted. You know, you're not getting Deshaun ba- D- uh, Jackson back next week. You can't get him back until the divisional round anyway. Is this is this legit house money for you? And what do you think of the chances for the Eagles moving forward? Because, I mean, I don't think it really matters if they're playing, you know, whoever they're playing in the playoffs. But what do you think about the Eagles in the playoffs moving forward? I think I'm finding myself where I kind of was last year where you reach a certain point with this team where it's like how could you doubt them like how <laughs> how like how could you possibly doubt them? Right. every time you do and i certainly did when they lost to the dolphins i said they effing suck because they did at the time and i think they deserved a lot of guff they got back then obviously i mean they've just they've shocked us really at every turn just the way i mean we all saw like the schedule and we okay maybe they can go on a run here you know but at the time the eagles hadn't even won more than two games in a row all season <laughs> and now they're, they're now they're on a four game winning streak with these players again who are just off the practice squad like it's insane it's insane how this is happening um but it, at the same time it's not like just a fluke like that's the point of this like the the way this team has continued to overcome adversity is more than fluky like there's something to that it's you want to talk about culture that's the culture right yeah. there is being able to overcome adversity and resiliency so uh it's incredible i would not count this team out they're again they've won four games in a row going into the playoffs when you look at it on paper yeah obviously you're like okay how the heck are they going to overcome not having Zach Ertz potentially for the rest of the season and whatever happens with Brandon Brooks and then even Miles Sanders like I get it from that sense of like you don't feel amazing about it conceptually especially when you look at some of these teams like the Saints and and the Ravens down the line uh if you were even playing those teams like it's going to be tough yeah I'm not going to lie about that but you just win one playoff game 
And then you potentially get Deshaun Jackson back after that because he'd be eligible to come back for the divisional round after the wildcard round. And like that would be huge if you could get that. If you could just get that one piece, that would make a significant difference, I feel like, for this team. So I'm not ready to count them out just yet. I feel pretty good, honestly, about them going into a playoff game. I think I think they're going to be favored uh, if they play the Seahawks especially. Um, maybe I'm wrong about that. Maybe I'm just caught up in this win. You, you have to like their chances, especially if it is Seattle that comes into town and they're banged up. Or even if it's the 49ers who obviously played much better than the Eagles this year. But yeah. it's Jimmy G's first playoff start. It's Carson Wentz's too. But, you know, it's the point is it's not some guy who's been there before, done it all the time. And it's in Philly. Like That means something. They've been playing better at home. It's going to be a tough atmosphere for whatever team that comes in there. This Eagles team is going to be juiced. The pressure is not on them. The pressure is very much on the other team to not lose to another the Eagles team that consists of practice squad players like the pressure is off of them for as frustrating as that can be again because the Eagles have like had to underachieve to get to that point where no one believes in them and then they're really good at operating from a point that no one believes in them (laughs) well at least they're doing that thing well that is something they do would do well yeah, the underdog thing is kind of cliched at this point, but when you look at what this team has been able to do when they've been underdogs, when they've been doubted, when they've been down, it's hard to, like you said, it is it is hard to doubt them. And, and maybe you'll come down from that high as the week goes on and you start to see the injury report and you're like, whatever. But like at this point, they've done it you know, so many times already at the end of the season that you're just like, I, I guess the next man's going to step up and he's going to take care of business because of what we've seen so far this season. And you know, you have a clutch quarterback, by the way, and I'll, I'll get to some of the three words from the uh, BGN radio listeners. Every week, I ask for three words to describe the game from the listeners, from Danny Th- uh, Thompson, or Thompson, whence is clutch. I mean, that's something that we were talking about for the past couple of years. Can Wentz get it done in the big moments, you know, the game winning drives when the division's on the line in the big push games because he had struggled earlier on in the season when a lot was at stake. You look at the New England game, you look at the, at the Seattle game, the earlier Dallas game, but then he puts together some wins against divisional opponents. You know, they, they beat up on, on Dallas and are able to get to this point. It's nice to know at the very least that the quarterback, I mean, I think we can finally settle this, is not the problem on the Eagles. The Jake Evans X on Twitter says, extend Carson again. I mean, this guy is money well spent. He is the franchise quarterback. All of the doubters have gone away in the last few weeks as Carson <laughs> has, you know, risen that, that tide and all those boats and everything like that. You, you know, put the team on his back and quote unquote elevated his teammates and whatnot. The guy did his job and got this offense to the playoffs. I mean, it's it's absurd. I, I we, we keep saying it's crazy. It really is. How can you look at this team and how banged up that they were and the losses that they kept dealing with and just like the weird things throughout the season and, and the timing of the injuries and the length of the injuries and guys are back and they're Deshaun Jackson thinking you're going to get them back and then you don't and just up and down all season, just been a crazy emotional season. And look, like I said, I, I've really don't get nervous before games. This one I really got nervous for. I really got nervous for this one. And I was really, you know, emotional during the game. And I think that emotion that the Eagles have right now is going to be able to carry them to play and punch above their weight in the playoffs. So maybe I do feel a little bit better about the Eagles chances to do something. I mean, the Eagles already won a Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Like we're already through the looking glass. Things have already been weird. This is the NFL. Anything can happen, man. So maybe I am feeling a better, better about the better about it. But uh, BLG, your, your thoughts, man, I'll let you take it wherever you want. Yeah. With Carson. I mean, he's, he's just, he's proved everything wrong, right? Like, Everything that everyone said he couldn't do, obviously, you know, he hasn't actually won a formal playoff game and he hasn't won the Super Bowl. So, yes, you know, those are 
Those are things many quarterbacks don't do, though. And that's, yeah. you know, Carson, we still have to see that from him. But in terms of like a lot of the criticism, so he hasn't answered literally every criticism, but a lot of the criticism, the fourth quarter stuff, not clutch, can't make the receivers better, like can't stay healthy, by the way. Can't stay healthy, you know, throwing over 40 times a game. Yeah, oh, yeah, the, the ridiculous 40 <laughs> plus stat. Yeah, yeah. like. He, this is what you pay a franchise quarterback for. This is absolutely money well spent. Like, it's not even a debate. It's not a question. It is, oh, this is like the Eagles made the right decision to tie their wagon to Carson Wentz. There's no doubt. It's not even like, well, did they make a mistake by not keeping Nick Foles? No, again, that's over. It's gone. Nick Foles is on the bench in Jacksonville, a team that won like what, five games this year? Anyway, uh, so it's <laughs> been, and, and, you know, no disrespect to Nick personally. It's just, you know, the argument of, the whole it's, it's silly, people, yeah. you know who you're out there. Uh, <laughs> so, so Carson Wentz has been, it's just, it's been incredible for him to see. I mean, this has been four straight must win games for him, really, you know, dating back to the, uh, the first Giants game. Yep. Like those were all must wins. He couldn't have lost any of them. And he came up in the clutch within those games every time. Uh, you know, obviously it was the game winning touchdown in overtime against the Giants and then another drive against Washington. And then overall, you know, just the way he played against the Cowboys. Yep. Great. Uh, and then in the second half of this Giants game, you know, stepped up when the team needed him most. And it's just it's really impressive. It's it's so what makes this run worth it. And yep. again, not just for this year, for the future, it's because that was part of the thing. Like people are looking at the Eagles, they're five and seven. They're like, all right, you know, okay, maybe we can take advantage of these bad teams and make the playoffs, but would we be better served by, you know, getting the draft pick instead? And actually, Mike, I had the poll up on bleedinggreennation.com about that at the time in an article after the Dolphins game, and everyone's emotional here, so I'm not holding everyone to this. I get it. Everyone's really frustrated, but... I put up a poll. Do you want the Eagles to make the playoffs? And 34% of the voters here with 3,610 voting said yes. So only 34% said yes. So 66% said no. People didn't even want to make the playoffs. I know. And I I understood it at the point because you thought, okay, maybe they can make it. But what's the point? Like they're not going to do anything. That is absolutely not the way to be feeling now. And even if they were one and done. When you talk about house money, this concept, I mean, it's going to be disappointing anytime they lose in the playoffs. But the fact that they've made it this far and they've prevented the Cowboys from being the first team since the Eagles lasted it in 2004 to repeat as NFC champions, I think that says something. Um, otherwise, it would have been Dallas as uh, division winners three out of four years the past four years. So yeah. there's, a, there's a bonus there. But I want to, I do want to congratulate the Cowboys. You know, big blowout win for them yeah, over Washington. Points. You got. You got to hand it to them. Like they really brought it in week 17. You know, they're, they're ending the season on a high note for sure. You know, they're going to feel good about this one going into next year. Yeah. They, they should uh, keep Jason Gator, Garrett around forever, please. I absolutely. I mean, you got to respect it. You know, you, you love to see it. It's awesome, man. It, this is an awesome feeling for the Eagles to be at the brink after that Dolphins loss. And I guess that really, you know, sparked something into them. I guess they kind of like were like, okay, this is bad. We, yeah. we need to turn this around. This is this is not good. So I guess maybe the Patriots are going to use that to turn around and win the Super Bowl again. But yeah. for the Eagles, though, seriously, I mean, it's, it's incredible this run they've gone on uh, in these past four games here. And it just, again, going towards the future, it's, it's just such a sign of hope. It's like you answered the big questions about mm-hmm. Doug and about Carson. And I still have some questions about Howie. But, yeah. you know, he obviously deserves some credit for this team and having the depth to get to the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, and things are not perfect. Like everything is not solved just because the Eagles have made the playoffs. There's mm-hmm. still things that, you know, we'll be calling for and need to see change in the off season. But, you know, just again, all the credit to them for fighting this hard and, and making, finding a way, finding a way. And I think that's the last thing I'll say is 
that's such a key point about Doug is like he never gets too high, never gets too low. Mm. And I think when they do reach those lows, it's not like the world is ending. It's just like, hey, we're going to come to work. We're going to we're just going to do what we do. And they go out there and they play well from behind. And again, it's unfortunate that that always has to be that way. But (laughs) they did it again. And it's awesome to see. I, I think a big thing for me is that this is now Carson Wentz's team. This this is no longer yes. the the question of living well in Nick said. Foles' shadow or anything like that. This has, by way of devastating injuries and the and the amount of them and to the specifics, you know, skilled players. This is Carson's team now. We're 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 past those questions, which are huge. And then you imagine how he's playing with this group of guys. Now, not every year is running back one, running back two, like RT1, RG1, wide receiver one, two, three, so on and so forth. That's not going to, you're not going to have those injuries every single year. You put a, a solid, consistent supporting cast around Carson Wentz, and I think you're going to see big-time results. I mean, Carson Wentz could have played at the same level he's played at pretty much all year, and if he had better playmakers around him, you know, not dropping the the deep balls and the game-winning touchdowns and everything like that, just giving him better play around him, he didn't. Have, he wouldn't have to change anything. He would have had a great season. The, the, the whole narrative around him would have changed because that's worth two or three wins. You know, it's it's not – nine and seven is fine, but, you know, you're talking about 11 and five now, 12 and four. I think that that's what this team is consistently capable of when you have a quarterback that can allow you to be in any game. And I think it's huge for Carson's confidence moving forward as well to know that, like, I don't have to press. Like, I, I, it's not all on me. I, I can I can be a facilitator. I can put it on the other guys because they're going to come pick me up when I need them. And if they need me, I'll pick them up. So it's, it's really great to see for him. Uh, and Dutton. 13, Neil Dutton says, never in doubt, question mark. I mean, certainly, certainly it was. But I I, I do want to give a shout out to Blogging the Boys for saying <laughs> that the Cowboys were living rent-free in the Eagles' head. Rent-free. Yeah, I, I think they had a big part to play in that. And shout out to Orlando Skandrick, who the, the, the Eagles are definitely in his head uh, for, for doing everything, his big-time contributions. I mean, the guy is the highest-graded PFF player on the Eagles for the season. Thanks to the game against the Jets, but (laughs) (laughs) everything he said about the Eagles, I'm very interested in what like him and I mean, I'm really not, but I'm interested in what him and Skip Bayless are going to have to say, you know, when they wake up tomorrow and have to face the facts that the Philadelphia Eagles are the NFC East champions. And as Jacob at Jacob Pickett 36 says, everything is delicious. Shout out to Benjamin Solak. Uh, BLG, Ben's going to have to go to a wedding or hide himself in the closet for like the rest of this, the rest of the playoff run now, because he was the reason he's not on the show. If you don't know, if you weren't following on Twitter, you didn't hear it when we were talking about it on the preview show. Benjamin Solak didn't wasn't able to watch like the, the third quarter and on after the Barkley run. <laughs> Is when the 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 wedding service started, so it was tied at seventeen seventeen <laughs> after that big play, and Ben did not get to see the rest of the game. So I think that's how we're gonna have to do it for the rest of the season. Are you ready to do this with me for the rest of the playoff run, BLG? Yeah, that sounds good, Mike. Uh, I think I think Ben has to take one for the team here and yep. sacrifice, you know, his his, his game watching, and then he'll have to just do the winners losers, and I don't know who's calling uh, based on I don't know Twitter or something. Uh, yeah. Getting back to Wentz, uh, one one thing I wanted to say on a serious note, like Mike, this is his first playoff game, like yeah. real playoff game now. Like that's crazy to think. Like mm-hmm. he was drafted in 2016. It's going to be 2020 in a couple of days. Like it's finally here. He's finally going to make it. 
And that's huge. Going back to the beyond this year thing, you've seen the stat, right? That I forget what it is, but it's like, you know, these these quarterbacks who don't have playoff experience right. typically don't do well. Right, right, It's right. like the ones ones who do well have at least one game under their belt and whatever, you know, causation, correlation thing there. But like, so that's, that's the win out of the season. Like at the very, very least, mm-hmm. you're knowing Carson Wentz is getting a playoff start. Does that actually matter moving forward? I don't know how much I buy it, but... It's happening. So yeah. whether it matters or not, it's good. it seems like it's a good thing that it's at least happening. And that's that's a big positive. It's either nothing and it doesn't matter or it's something and it does matter. Like there's there's no downside. Win-win. <laughs> right. Exactly. So we're going to find out about what Carson Wentz looks like in the playoffs. And, and BLG, man, I'm just ecstatic to be able to do this uh, one more week and bring some awesome preview shows to the to the gentle listeners. Of course, we'll be covering it. Previewing the, the upcoming game for the Eagles, we're still trying to figure out who that's going to be as we record this and the games are going on and everything like that. Just ultimately, man, just a big sigh of relief and just just pure joy watching the Eagles be able to take down the New York Giants in a, in a win and you're in and ultimately must win situation 34 to 17. BLG, brother, uh, any last words for the gentle listeners before we uh, hit the old dusty trail here? I want to thank you, Mike, and Ben, and John, and everyone we have here. Yeah. Seamus, Babes on Broad, uh, Jess and Sam, Jimmy, obviously. Schofield, uh, yep. Mark, yep. everyone. Everyone part of the BGN crew that uh, if I left someone out, I'm a big jerk. But everyone, uh, <laughs> been an awesome season, awesome ride. So glad we continue to get to do it. That's I really am. Like It's, it's the playoffs for us too, baby. We got to step it up now. We got to bring our A game. Mm-hmm. Not that we don't usually, but like we really got to step it up. So it'll be awesome here. Make sure you subscribe, download, rate, review, all that good stuff. D- definitely rate and review. Like, like you're excited right now. The Eagles just won a playoff game. Like, you know, it spread some good energy out there into the world. Yeah. I told you, I, I tweeted that the Eagles weren't going to win this game if you didn't review, rate and review Jimmy <laughs> and I on iTunes. So make sure. And then I guess people did because they won. So. Yeah. I think we found a correlation there. The more reviews and ratings you give mm. to BGN Radio, the more the Eagles win. So it's a flawless strategy. You should definitely do it. Uh, this since I, since been, I put the gauntlet out uh, there to try to get the ratings to catch up with the Eagles wide receivers receiving yards for the year, Eagles yes. haven't lost a game, period. It's a flawless strategy. So again, make sure you check all that. BGN Radio, Winning Green Nation. Uh, this has been Michael Kist. <laughs> you can follow me. On Twitter at Michael Kiss NFL. That has been Brandon Lee Gowton. You can follow him at Brandon Gowton on Twitter. This has been BGN Radio. Thanks for listening. We all we got. We all we need. Fly Eagles fly. BGN.